Welcome to a new episode of the Bitchin' Metal Podcast. I am your host, Sabrina. Today I am joined with not Cole, but my friend Sean. Cole is now buried in my backyard. And we will be listening to Thrash with my Thrashtastic buddy, Sean. Say hi, Sean. Hello, internet. <laughs> nice and nice and not awkward. All right, so... I have brought you on today because you you know Thrash way better than I do or anyone else I know because you seem to really love Thrash. Yeah, the uh, the high energy output from Thrash is something that really jives with me, and then you still get the aggressive vocals, so it's kind of a good a good mix. Excellent. Definitely one of my preferred genres, as you know. Indeed, indeed. And since I'm not super, super not knowledgeable, uh, I have left you to pick a bunch of bands. Indeed. What should we, what are we going to listen to first? Uh, let's see. I think we're listening to Traitor first. And they're from Germany. We got a track, Predator Skinned Alive, off their album Knee Deep in the Dead, which I really dig because... The Doom reference is just awesome. Episode 1 of Doom. That's the shit. Excellent. Well, let's hear that right now. Flee! 
Well, that was a fucking fun song. Hell yeah. Just as good as just like the movie that it's about. Predator. If it bleeds, we can, can kill, kill it. it. I like that. Yeah, and how about that solo at the end? That was ripping awesome. I don't know why that song reminds me of something and I can't fucking put my finger on it. Yeah, I don't know. We were we were just talking about that uh, off air and something with the, the vocals and then the, the alternated shouting in there, like it reminded me of something else I couldn't put can't just i can't think of it but yeah hey if it comes to your mind leave a comment so i will stop bashing my head against a wall (laughs) (laughs) the wall asks you to please help (laughs) (laughs) do it for the wall's sake well what what else have you got for me because we have 13 songs lined up this is going to be a thrash-tastic episode. <gasps> oh. Oh, it's corny, but it's true. I mean, we could go into something maybe thrash-thrash-adjacent, uh, maybe some Scythian. Sure. Let's hear it.
Dude, that was some fun, deathy thrash. You threw at me, dude. Yeah, man. So one of my favorite things about thrash is it blends well with my other favorite genres, like black and death. It just they make for a killer combo. Mm, kind of like peanut butter and chocolate. Ooh, that's a good combo. I know. I know. Yeah, so those guys are out of UK, and we just listened to three three stigmata off uh, Hubris and Excelsis. Excellent track. I had a hard time picking a track off this album. The whole album is super solid. I look forward to hearing the rest of it because that was some tasty death tra- thrash. It's oh. not trash. It's thrash. <laughs> I love it when people misspell thrash as trash. <laughs> yeah, but there is, of course, some trash thrash as there is trash music in every spectrum sure but we're not going to hear any of that today no only the best thrash for you guys speaking of what have you got for me now how about we continue that trend with death thrash and listen to some antiverse Ooh, sounds delightful
Dude, Ientiverse? I dig it. Also, this is the only album that you're sharing with me that I actually listened to the whole fucking thing. Oh, look at you. All prepared. Uh, oh, yeah. I just... It's good. Oh, it's solid. How about that That solos? But what really stood out with the solos was the second one, Carl's solo. That insane opener. I don't even know how to describe it, really. It reminded me a little bit of some of the insane solos we hear from, like, Trazagath of, you know, Morbid Angel. Loved that. That Just, was fucking killer. Like, the, the screaming guitar. Oh, the scream, too. Yeah, that, that was, like, it's screaming, casting some sort of foul black magic. Which is a really cool theme with the lyrics, too. Like, if you look at them, it's, uh, it's, it looks like it's got references to all sorts of things, like tentacles burst from the earth. That could even be a reference to, like, Evert's black tentacles from D&D. There's all sorts of really cool, like, little nuggets I think you can get out of this. I'm not even sure that's what they're going for. That's just kind of how I'm reading it, though. Right. I definitely see a lot of Cthulhu references just in, like, yeah. every facet of metal. Yeah, that's almost like a overdone theme, but you know, that's that's almost a theme that I also think you can't really overdo because it's such a great source of inspiration. Right? Yeah. I agree. Well, what else have you got for me? I'm I'm thirsty for more thrash. All right, let's go with something a little more traditional on the thrash side. We're gonna listen to German band Anti Peewee. Ooh. It's <gasps> a silly name, but you know, I'm gonna I don't know what to say else about that. Nah, nah. The interview is great. Let's play that shit. Symphony of Doom! 
So we just watched Symphony of Doom, Antipayway's Pee-wee, Fuck Me, <laughs> uh, their latest video. And first off, love the Havoc shirt, Colorado Thrash. Fuck yeah. And Wait. can we talk about the violin? Holy I, shit. Yeah, I that's... love when that sh- like instruments that aren't in metal traditionally make their appearance like, like a fucking bagpipe. Or a hurdy gurdy, or an ahu. No, especially in a genre like thrash, Air where who? that's uh, that's Air very who? unusual. Like that might have been the first thrash song I've actually heard that had a violin solo, and that worked out really well. It's it's pretty badass. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what who was playing that, but uh, couldn't. You know, in a minute we couldn't find out real easy. But uh, if, if you know, let us know the details on how that came about. That was cool as hell. Yeah, yeah, and uh, if you. The band decides to incorporate more violin into thrash. I am 100% behind that. Yeah, that's cool. Use in moderation, of course, but yeah, and tastefully. It was done here. What if a band decides to make a thrash album using traditional instruments? And by traditional, I mean like brass section, woodwinds. Hmm. Get like if Beethoven was in modern era and was like fuck fuck the man let's make some some fucking thrash <laughs> yeah, i mean we all know that uh or we should know anyways if you don't then you're learning but uh classical is really the original metal anyways bach and beethoven paganini are all all the original shredders basically i mean mozart come on people back then were like oh god too many notes <laughs> and it's like fuck you these guys had electric guitars. Just imagine the music they could make. I mean, right? I've seen so many renditions like Moonlight Sonata. Oh, so good. But we're getting, I think we're getting a little off topic here. Yeah, yeah you know, it's, fuck it. it's my <laughs> podcast. We can talk what we want about. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, speaking of, uh, Anti-Peewee, Brad. Yeah, awesome. Let's move on to some more excellent thrash. Yeah, we're going to listen to, I think, Eruption next. Oh, I like the sound of that.
dude i really dug that like i don't know power thrash yeah yeah the vocals definitely got that powerful but not completely overdone feel i really dig that too and i'm not even like a power metal guy i just think they did that really well the blend with like the technical aspect and the thrash and the vocals all good mix yeah i really appreciate the uh, comparison matt made yeah yeah i think the uh, late mr dane yeah it's definitely got a little bit of that uh of his like vocal style but different tone so yeah i can see that yeah i'm actually glad i heard nevermore and got used to that like that style that he did because at first i was like why are we listening to nevermore again oh god but now i'm like why is he dead yeah i mean when you (laughs) listen to like any new vocal style sometimes there's like an adjustment period oh yeah yeah, so the other element I really like about this band is they bring the technicality to the table. Like, uh, and thrash in general, it's uh, it's almost a genre where it's like taboo not to have guitar solos, which I really like because you can kind of expect a certain bass line. But these guys brought really good riffs and all around good technical package. Probably the most technical song out of the bunch we're going to listen to, I think. Yeah, and riffs. I feel like it's not thrash without riffs. This is true. It's probably not really metal without riffs, but yeah, thrash in general has a lot of really good riffs, in my opinion. All the riffs. Do you have any more riffs? Oh. Got any more of the dude, sweet riffs, brah? I got riffs <laughs> for days. Well, what's next? Uh, yeah, okay, so more th- traditional thrash the last couple. Let's listen to something a little more blackened. How about some Mongrel's Cross? Ooh, I like it.
Dude, I really dig Mongrels Cross. Hell yeah. Another p- fine piece of awesome metal band out of Australia. Seems to be a lot of really good bands out of Australia, man. Yeah, what was the name of that song? Uh, That one? That was from Transylvania to Turn Tunbridge Wells. I'm sorry. Yeah, you actually hear that in the lyrics. Uh, it's talking about, I'm not sure, maybe some kind of journey or something from that area or region. Yeah, I was trying to Google a little bit about the band and look and uh it looks like yeah some kind of historical reference to a uh, eurasian um like nomadic tribe that lived in the scythian re- scythia region throughout uh you know many couple thousand years ago i guess seems pretty cool i'm going to learn more about that it's neat when you like google something and it turns out to be some neat piece of history and you're like oh, i gotta learn more about that hell yeah i i dig that little addition when bands do that because I'm a sucker for history, so when when people sneak that in, I'm appreciative. Yeah, so what else did you like about the song? Well, okay, th- th- I mean, this has nothing to do with the song, but the album art is pretty memorable. Dragon, oh. lion, battling it out. Yeah, that, that it is really cool looking for sure. Yeah, um, I'm guessing they're kind of like blackened thrush? Yeah, yeah, you could say black thrash or black and thrash, some sort of, you know, thrash or thrash adjacent kind of genre. Like I said, I love it when, you know, you get the good mix of different genres with thrash. Produces usually pretty good results. Yeah, I really, really digged the instrumentation and just the whole song overall. I'm definitely going to have to invest some time in listening to the full album. I think I bought this one on on vinyl, so maybe we can spin it sometime. That'd be fun. Fuck yes. Let's do that. Speaking of, I need more thrash. How about something more blackened-ish in the same vein? I'm always down for that. Yeah, let's listen to some Craven Idol. Fuck yes. I I like Craven Idol. We're going to play that shit for you. They're awesome. They're the tits.
I dig me some fucking Craven Idol, dude. Oh man, I love this album. This is off. This is uh, that was Dash to Death. If you couldn't tell, uh, Shackles of Mammon. That's a great song title, by the <sighs> way. Oh, the song is just like the lyrics are just as brutal as the uh, the title, man. Like there's the line about killing the kids and yeah see the their bodies be... dash before their eyes yeah yeah exactly go kill them all old and young like whoa yeah this is the high energy of the song too i mean i love the trem picking and the the solos are just so fast yeah and then it psychs you out like i don't know two-thirds three-quarters of the song it's like oh are we done oh just kidding there's more Right. And the guitar solo. Yeah. Yeah. And there there was also that line of kill for your God. It's like people will commit the most atrocious atrocities in the name of their God, even if it's like killing children. Oh, yeah. That is justification, right? I mean. Oh, yeah. <sighs> some, some dark content, but you know me. <laughs> I like the dark shit. It's interesting. Uh, the world would be way less interesting without conflict, I think, you know. You mean if we all got along? Mm. What would thrash bands write about? There, Yeah, there wouldn't be a lot of like music that we listen to probably if there wasn't conflict, that's for sure. Well, I feel like there would still be conflict, but maybe it would be like really minor conflict. Like everybody goes to Knitting Circle and just Steven stole your knitting pattern and you're real butthurt about it. Sabrina, you got to stop using the same yarn as me for your knitting pattern. Fuck you, I bought it first. <laughs> i i call dibs <laughs> yeah in all seriousness though this i love this band uh their latest album came out last year and the album before that towards eschaton is also super excellent like we'll have to check that one out too yeah. I, I i had that in the car those two albums like listening to them back and forth between the last week or two i love those two albums yeah i mean they're under dark descent so one is to expect excellence from such an excellent label. Yeah, we went to the uh, the Dark Descent anniversary show earlier this year, not that long, a couple months ago. And these guys, we gotta we gotta talk to Matt. Maybe he can bring them out for next year. That would be super awesome. I I I doubt we would be able to make that kind of magic happen. It seems like it's pretty hard to get bands from other countries in for just like a show. Well, you see, if we just practice the uh, the the magic that antiverse laid out black waves of sorcery maybe we can use that to influence but what if we accidentally summon a demon or cthulhu instead of an excellent band from the uk dude that'd be like the most metal thing ever i'd be pretty okay with that okay yeah you're a fair point (laughs) all the all the inspiration we could start a new band we've actually seen a demon oh god it dashed dashed my dear sweet puppy to bits and now i'm mad and want to write a really dark song about it oh that's kind of also just sad. I mean, yeah, because yeah. I like puppies more than people. Anyway, <laughs> let's listen to some more thrash. All right, yeah, let's. Uh, okay, let's take it back to some more traditional type thrash. We're gonna listen to uh, Perpetrator. Ooh, I'm down for that. Here it goes.
That was some good shit, dude. Yeah. This guy's from uh, Portugal. That was Lethal Manhunt off their latest album, Altered Beast. What was the band name again? The Perpetrator. Perpetrator. That's kind of ironic with the, the the theme of the song, like a murderer being hunted by the police and the band's name is Perpetrator. <laughs> Seems fitting. Yeah. Pretty good shit. Don't know a whole lot of bands from Portugal off the top of my head. No, yeah, I'm think, I, I think mean, Moonspell is like the only one I can think of, really. Yeah. I'm sure there are others that are just not coming to mind, you know. True. It's kind of like when you think of Peru. Your brain isn't just like, oh, God, I can just rattle off a thousand bands. Because there aren't a thousand bands. There's like 50. Evil Priest. Fuck yeah, Evil yeah. Priest. Witchery. Yes, there's like seven bands with that al- like title. Yeah, not the guys from Sweden. <laughs> no, no, but still. Hey, that's two. It's not yeah. so bad. Anyway. Yeah, so that. another like you know short, high-energy track, uh, ripping guitar solos, good you know, just traditional style thrash, pretty much how I describe it with some, some gruff vocals, you know, because traditional style thrash can have a vocal range, depending on the band. Indeed, and the vibe that you're mm. going for. Speaking of vibe, are we going to be sticking with more traditional? Or are we switching gears to something else? What? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to take us to more like 80s style thrash, kind of what I guess I'd call it, but yeah, traditional style. We're gonna <gasps> listen, I think we're going to listen to Vulture, man. Fuck yeah, I dig Vulture. Let's hear that.
I really liked Vulture. They might be my favorite so far that you've shared with me so far. I think they're probably my favorite on the list as well. Like that super high octane, like that that retro sound. The even on the digital master, the DR, I think it's a DR eight. It's pretty dynamic, which is awesome. And the ripping harmonizing, uh guitar solos and whatnot, and the break that uh what do we call it the the breakdown kind of thing they had like 340 in the song super dig that and of course i mean what can you expect or germany like a lot of thrash bands really good pedigree coming out of germany of course yeah and i'm a sucker for bands that pay homage to the 80s like he- vulture's vengeance from italy fucking love that band <laughs> also vulture in the name hmm we had sensing a trend hmm. Right. <laughs> if you yeah. if you have Vulture in your name, you're just good. <laughs> yeah, I heard this album uh, like digitally online, and I immediately just had to go buy the record. And it sounds even better on vinyl. Like that master must be really good, super good. But uh, yeah, the whole album is like you just tap your foot or headbang to it. It's it's super easy to get into. Dude, have they ever toured the U.S.? I have no idea. This is their first album. It came out last year. Uh, they had, like, I think, a EP, maybe, or a single, something like that beforehand, but I don't know. I have to look. Gotta gotta go to that. Yeah, we go to all the shows, so. Yeah, we do. <laughs> if they come here, and we're here, they happen. Exactly. Yeah. Except for when you fly out to Inferno the same day that Skullfist plays in Houston, and you're crushed. You're crushed, but you'd rather go to Norway. Yeah, that's okay. We're going to go to Inferno and Stockholm Slaughter, so that seems like a pretty fair trade. Yeah. Yeah, but one day, Skullfist. Yeah. They're on the list. Definitely. Oh, uh, so you have one more band to share with me before I get to share shit with you. I do. I wanted to share this band last. This is a band I've met, because I've seen them here, and which is really cool. I'll tell you more about that after we hear this song by Antichrist. Ooh. 
another good one. Well, well picked. Thank you. Yeah. Well, so you said you got to meet this band. Tell me about it. Yeah, I saw them. Uh, they actually came to Dallas, played at a tiny venue here, Double Wide. We've been there a couple times. If, if you haven't, it's like, I don't know, what standing capacity of like 100 or 150 people maybe. It's really small. But yeah, of course, you know, a venue that small, you always get to meet the band. So that was cool. I was talking to them like metal festivals overseas. What do you guys recommend? Because they're in Sweden, right? And You're so always they, asking that. I, I, I want to be sure to get the lowdown on what, you know, people over there that go to these things regularly think rather than just, you know, everyone goes to Vaca and then you know about it. There's got to be other stuff that's smaller that's good, too. Of course. Yeah, these guys were really cool and chill to, to hang out with, though. Just, yeah, I mean, if you don't know the venues, half bar, half venues, walk across, like, the outside and go to the bar. Yeah, they were super cool. It was funny. I remember... Um, I told them, like, yeah, I heard about you guys because Angry Metal Guy reviewed your album and gave it a 3.5, and they had this horrified look on their face, like, 3.5? They didn't realize it was a a 1 to 5 scale. (laughs) 3.5 is pretty good, actually. (laughs) Oh, God, they think we're terrible. No, Uh, no, no, no. (laughs) Yeah, so I read the review, and I listened to the embedded track. I'm like, oh, this is solid. And then I went and listened to the album online on Bandcamp, I think. And then I saw, like, Super cheap, like, you know, $10, $15 show. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to go to that. Hell yeah. But yeah, they were they were awesome live, too. Like, sounded fantastic. Really, really good. Very cool. Well, you have unleashed all the thrash on me. I'm going to unleash a little bit of thrash on you. Oh, no. And the first one you will be familiar with, because we actually got to see them, Blackfast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we saw them. They played with, what, Havoc, I think? And... Fuck. I can't remember. Yeah. That venue, we've sp- like we've been to so many Gas Monkey shows that they all just kind of mush in my brain like potatoes. I know for a fact it was a Gas Monkey Live, and they had merch yeah. off to the left side like before you even get into the standing area. I remember that, because I think I bought the record from there, but uh, yeah, I don't remember exactly who was on the bill. Yeah, we've been over to over 20 shows this year. Yeah. It's hard to keep him straight. But anyway, enough gab. More Blackfast.
So that was Blackfast off of their 2018 release, which is their third full-length album, Spectre of Ruin. And you heard the most excellent song, uh, Silhouette to Super. It was excellent, and apparently I am now learning they in fact have a third album. Because I missed it for some reason. Oh yeah, look at you, Thrashmaster. I schooled you. <laughs> I got schooled. Yeah, it's alright. But, good song, right? Dude, yeah. And I love that it went out on a sweet, harmonized solo. That's that's good. I, I just, That's never overdone enough, in my opinion. Yeah. And, and speaking of all these like thrashy combinations... Like some some regressive thrash is always like a nice uh, fresh spin on things, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely like the range for thrash, right? Like even traditional thrash, you got like the the beer and pretzels kind of, you know, tankard kind of comes to mind. Uh, and then yeah, on the opposite scale, you have like more of the almost death or aggressive uh, aggressive type stuff, like you're describing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's real good, uh, but. I have more. You have more. Well, oh shit, laying on me. Oh god. Uh, you. Uh, I think I'm gonna throw some black rat at you. Ooh. New, new to you, right? Not rainbow rat. Not rainbow black rat. rat. Black rat. All right. It's what happens when you take the rainbow rat and you put it in a blender and you turn it on and it gets all Ooh. black rat. And then you drink the black rat smoothie and it makes you feel weird. Really black. Is that what it makes really you really black? Like, like black metal, black. Blackened Let, heart. Let's hear some some black rat. Do it. <laughs>
All right, that was Black Rat with their song Haunter of the Threshold from their 2018 full-length release, Dreaded Reverence, which was released on Shadow Kingdom Records as their third release. And that tasty band is from Canada. Dude, that band, that song was awesome. I really dig the, uh, they had like the, the horror elements almost in the, in the effects they had in the song, which is an interesting thing you don't see a lot with Thrash, I don't think. And the, uh, it seemed like they also had a lot of the, um, I don't know, I'd almost say like old black metal qualities with the like reverb and some of the production with the vocals. That was super awesome. Yeah, I really like them. And I was like, oh, yes, because I found them with their 2017 demo. And then this came out this year and I was like, oh, shit, yeah, it's my jam. Nice. How did you find the band in the first place? Just perusing Bandcamp? Uh, No, no, I believe Banger, Sarah. Oh, was that a shout out? Uh, I don't remember if it was a shout out or if it was just a band that she was like, yay, on her Instagram, because okay. she's got excellent taste, so, yeah. Yeah, right on. I agree. Yeah, real good stuff. But that's not all of it. I've got one more band. Is it the best one? It's definitely the most obscure one. Ooh, that's it's- something you're really good at, finding obscure bands. Yeah. I try, and this shit's fresh, like, laid this deuce a few days ago, fresh. Whoa. Uh, Depraver is the band, and I'm going to leash that shit on you right now.
that was Depraver. The song was Faustian Apex, off of their Suffering in the Coffin EP, which came out digitally not that long ago. Uh, but I don't think it comes on cassette until like early next year. Yeah, like January 26th, I think is what I saw. Yeah, but it's a good EP, but I picked that one above the others because the trumpet... Like, yeah. I recently discovered Imperial Triumphant, and there's a lot of brass in that, and I dig that whole weird avant-garde, unusual instruments and metal thing, and then I heard that, and I was like, dude, that and thrash? That's pretty rad. That's, yeah, definitely. Like, we saw, heard the violin earlier. That's also weighted in here, so it is pretty neat when artists are able to work in, like, a lot of non-traditional stuff, and it fits really well, for sure. Yeah. I don't I I don't know like what instruments can you not include well into metal though. Yeah, I don't I'm not sure. I haven't but, uh, seen anyone fuck it up royally yet. It's yeah, I think it has you know, what works well has a lot to do with the you know, the creative vision of the band. Uh pretty much anything can probably work given the right context, I think. Hmm. hmm. What about tambourine or bongos? Hmm. This might be a little too flower child for metal. I don't know. I don't feel like those are out of the realm of possibility, though. Oh, harmonica might be bad. <sighs> or yeah. kazoo? I mean, I haven't heard kazoo in music since Pink Floyd's Saucer Full of Secrets. But okay, then again. okay. Maybe. I, I'm still going to go with, you know, with the right creative vision. You could probably work almost anything in. I'm not sure how. Maybe I'm just not that creative. I, I, dude. Okay, so elementary school music class. Did you have to play like a recorder? I never had to play any instruments for music class. It, it's funny, like, um, the I remember worst. taking music classes, like, you know, when I was in grade school and stuff, and I actually didn't get into music till really late, like, seventh eighth grade i wasn't really listening i didn't actually buy like any albums to almost high school so like music was totally lost on me you know that early on but, you know thankfully they didn't make me try and play a recorder that would have been a freaking disaster <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying recorder doesn't thrash no i mean for sure no maybe one of those like uh hybrid genres where they have some sort of folk elements or something I haven't really heard folk and thrash, but it doesn't mean it's not possible. Uh, you know what? I feel like, hey, world, do you accept the challenge of creating thrash folk? <laughs> I, I'm i sure there's, thra- there's like folk that's thrashy. Maybe it's not like, you know, folky thrash, but instead it's folk with thrash elements. That, that's got to be a thing somewhere. Who knows? But speaking of thrash, don't we have a show coming up with Havoc? Uh yeah, they're supporting Black Dahlia Murder. Uh, we're seeing them the eighth, I think. Of December. Yeah. So like, uh, was that next Saturday? Yeah, that's pretty close. Well, that should be fun. Heck yeah. Second time seeing Havoc this year, so no complaint from no. Like, some good thrash. None at all. Yeah, they got some awesome albums. Good stuff. Indeed. Well, I guess that's that's about it. I actually wanted to point out something. I was looking on oh, the, yeah. this band's Bandcamp and. Uh, they credited one of the guys. Which band is this? The one we just listened Depraver? to, uh, Depraver. And they credit the drummer also as Necromantical Screams, 
which I thought was really cool because that's a total reference to Celtic Frost to Megatherian. That's awesome. Nice. Very nice. Well, uh, you know, before we go, might as well mention that there's only one more show for the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah. But. But. but I mean, but. But what? Hint at what it. Are you, you going to give any it's hints? It's going to be. It's going to be dark. It's going to be awesome, I think. Yeah. It's going to be good fun. You'll have to keep your eyes peeled your ears for peeled. two weeks. Your ears and your eyes, because you got to use your eyes to see things. Mm. But I, I don't think it'll disappoint. But as always, uh, support any bands that you heard here tonight. Buy their music. If they come to town, see them. Buy their merch. We want to support underground metal. Uh, for links to where you can buy their music, uh, please look at the notes, the show notes. Uh, always go to bitchinmetal.com for the best show notes that we'll send you right there so you can support. And as always, stay metal.